Welcome back to Vision in the Valley. Today I'm thanking God for the little things. The little things that we take for granted and that we overlook. The things that, if not done, it'll prevent us from a productive environment or hold our days hostage. You know, the things that, if they were not done or completed, or if they didn't exist, it would throw our whole day off, right? We take garbage out every day. We don't think much about it. In fact, we'll grab a bag while thinking about three other things. There's a lot going on and we've got a lot to do. So certain things we don't even think about. So one morning I woke up with this great energy and I was super excited. Some things were turning around at work and I wanted to get there early. And I was just so focused on on getting there. And so I was rushing a bit and then I realized I needed to take out the trash. So I had two small bags of recyclables and then I had a a large trash bag. And of course I had my book bag that I don't go anywhere without. And then I had my purse and then I had a lunch bag. And every time I try to leave the house, I remember that I have forgotten one of these bags, like, you know, Erica Badu bag lady, right? So every time I try to leave, like, oh man, I forgot my lunch bag. Oh, oh, you got to put your book bag on. It was this thing that was happening. And this little dance went on a lot longer than it really had to, but I really wasn't getting the message, right? So finally I said, okay, Jesus, I get it. Because see, at one point, All I had in my hand was the garbage bags. You know, I readjusted what I was holding depending on what I remembered to pick up. And at one point, all my valuables were left on the table. My purse was on the table. And then my lunch bag was on the countertop. Sometimes in an effort to do a thing quickly or even efficiently, We leave the valuables behind and we move forward with nothing but garbage in our hands. And I know that spoke volumes for me. So I said, okay, Lord, even taking out trash needs a little planning. Sometimes getting rid of the things you don't need can cause you to accidentally toss your valuables. I could have easily dropped my wallet in with the recyclables. I'd taken my wallet out of my purse to check to see if my card was in there. I didn't put it back in my purse, so I was holding the recyclable bag with my wallet. I could have easily dropped it and wouldn't have thought of it or it may have been dropped so far down that I wouldn't have been able to retrieve it. And then I thought about like the fact that I was really rushing to get to work because I I had a meeting and I wanted to get there ahead of time to plan some things out. And there was a working lunch. I had no time to take a break for lunch. I was going to work through it, but it was fine because I had already prepared my leftovers from the night before and it would have been perfect. But when you're rushing and you leave your lunch bag on your kitchen counter and at noon, when you have that moment to have a working lunch, it doesn't serve you any good if the lunch is on the kitchen counter. Getting rid of the things that you don't need shouldn't cause you to accidentally toss what you do need and what you do want. So taking two trips might have been what I needed. Maybe I needed to take three trips. And because I was in a state of mind where I was rushed and I was focused, 
that seemed like it was too much. Like, let me just grab it all. Let me just do it all. But give yourself some grace. You only have two hands and there's only so much you can do. So sometimes taking more than one trip is a very necessary thing, even though it may feel like it's an extra thing. But it's that little planning part. It's little little things like planning the trip. I'll, I'll, I'll take my time with it. Just that little thought goes a long way. Planning to take the trash out doesn't have to be a difficult task. And sometimes it's necessary. It's a small thing that you do on a routine basis that you don't even consider most of the time. But you know when you do appreciate it, when you accidentally toss your designer frames out with the recyclables, when you accidentally toss your wallet out and not think of it when you're working through your lunch hour and realize that your lunch bag is on the countertop. So I'd like to segue into another necessary little thing. But in order to do that, I have to to brag on my my youngest son, Jason, again. You know, that's one of the things that I love to do. It'll make more sense after I tell you about this weekend. So Jace took me out on a date. He actually took my daughter, my oldest daughter, Ashley, and my sister friend, as I call her. She's so close that she's actually uh, more of a sister than she is a friend. She He took all of us out for a candlelit concert. And this is actually the second one I attended this month. And the first one was a neo-soul four-string quartet playing. It was lovely. This was a jazz and blues, so they had bass included and they had a person singing live. It was wonderful. Everyone there had a great time. And at the end of the concert, I had to go to the ladies' room. And there were other women in the ladies' room. Some of them were on their way out the door. And we do what we do. We we compliment each other and we talk about how much we enjoy the event. And that's what we that's what we did. And I remember telling the first new friend that I was out on a date with my son and she thought it was the cutest thing. And so I said, well, he's been dating me since he was five. I didn't bore her because I can do this all day about my kids. I didn't bore her to tell her why I said that. I'm going to take a little small moment and tell you why. Because when Jason was a little boy, when he was in kindergarten, I used to go to his class to read and we had this like routine and I don't know when he decided to do this, but he spoke with his teacher, his kindergarten teacher, and he told her that he didn't want his mom walking down the hallway by herself. He wanted to pick me up. So he arranged with the administration and his teacher that when I arrived, they make me wait in the office and he'd have to pick me up. And so he would pick me up. Everyone followed his orders. He'd pick me up and I walked his classroom with him. And then he would escort me back to the office when it was time for me to go back to work. This is the same son who, when he was, you know, about five, six, grocery shopping who would have money in his pocket whenever he'd had money he was all, he's still the same guy by the way whenever he has any money in his pocket he's he wants to spend it on others and I just remember one time being in the grocery store and buying these groceries and it was time to pay and he kind of pushed me to the side and 
he was basically saying like he he got it he, he's gonna pay for the bill it was the cutest thing these are things that i remember from years ago but i remember them because they touched my heart dating me opening doors and just being very kind in the way that he compliments he's been doing that all of his life so it was just yet another time that my son was dating me but then in the midst of it all I was explaining to the two new friends so I, I, I talked to the one lady who was friends with another lady who was there and we just went back and forth and so I had to they were ahead of me and they had departed the um, ladies room and I was still in there when I came out, I noticed that they were standing there talking to my daughter and to my son and to my sister friend. And so we chatted and we spoke about how I was raving about him while I was inside the, you know, the restroom. So we broke up and we went our own way and we were working our way around the room. And then we found ourselves back together and we took photos of each other and it was almost like a little reunion, like we'd known each other, but good people do that. Whenever you're with good, genuine hearted people, you just vibe differently. And so I, I had that feeling of a genuineness in the vibe of the night from the entire time we met from the very beginning. So we moved about and we ended up getting together once again, even after the photos were taken. And, you know, it doesn't take long for folks to get together. The folks who know the Lord and, and know he's worthy to be praised. It doesn't take but a moment for us to be with each other and to start to give him praise. It can start off in the smallest of ways and erupt into something that's fantastic. And that's what the night was like. And so we had a chance to to vibe and connect. My kids were kind of off to the side doing their own thing. And then me and my two new friends had joined and we had just started vibing. And then my son was in and out of the conversation. It was really, it was really a pleasant night. I believe wholeheartedly that I just met two new friends. But what I know for certain is that we all receive confirmation. I know the confirmation that I received I won't go into details about all the things that were talked about because some things that were said trigger something in me that no one else would have known. And then one of my new friends shared that a couple of things that were sh shared that between us that I wouldn't have known, I just met them, triggered something in her. And I just, I just thought like, how amazing is God that he'll get the glory out of every single encounter and what? caused us to, to do that? What caused this, this moment where we, I can tell you I've, I've met two new friends and that we received confirmation. What was that thing? It was a small thing. My personality, her personality, her friend's personality. We were able to receive each other because we first started off with just being open to giving a compliment and receiving a compliment. That's a part of your personality. It's a little thing you don't even think about. But because we were able to engage each other that way, it allowed for the next platform and it grew. And by the time we got downstairs, we were able to really have, we talked about our churches, our pastors, we talked about our lives. And in that, in those moments, this, this whole symphony of things started to happen. And she is a published author who I'm very excited to say that 
I'm going to have her join us in September. We'll have a, a bunch of uh, celebrity quote, celebrity guests appear on vision in the Valley to talk about their testimonies. And she will be a part of that group. Super excited by it because it all started from a simple, your outfit is nice. Oh, you look good. And it went into this thing that became, like I said, a symphony of song and praise for our God. So that was Saturday. That evening, I had um, a dream. And this is different from any dream that I've had before. Usually my dreams are kind of a reminder or an indicator of what I should expect. Again, I say this all the time, not that I'm supposed to change anything, not like I'm supposed to get in front of something and and do things differently. But I I found that it's more about the Lord showing me what's going to happen so that I'm better prepared. That's what it's about. This time, the first time ever that I can recall, the dream was more about what could have happened. And the reason why I say that is because one of the friends, her face was in the first friend, the the friend who, when I initially came into the ladies room, I connected with and started to vibe with and told her all about how my son was taking me on, had taken me on a date. It was her face. And we were in the restroom and I had something in my mouth. I was chewing on something, eating something or whatever. But in this dream, she complimented me like she did in real life. And I remember smiling at her and I, you know, was trying to say something back to her, but there was something, you know, like I was chewing, nothing bad. Like I was chewing on something. It was like nodding my head, like, yeah. And I'm giving her the thumbs up, like you look good too. But none of those words came out or they came out very mumbled because there was something in my mouth and she went into her stall. I went into my stall and that was the end of it. It was a a brief dream. And when I woke up, I was like, praise God. To me, what that meant was the little things, the part of you, the personality, that little thing, that way you, you engage people, that way you say, girl, you wearing that hat or I love those shoes. The way you do that, that's a part of your fabric. That's a part of your personality. That's something that you probably never pay attention to. But that little thing that you do, Give segue for a platform that will allow the bigger things to happen. So not just me, not just that, that I had to be that way. You have to be able to receive it. So they gave it to me and I gave it to them and we exchanged and we exchanged and we built on something that if either of us had been in a space where a compliment had not been given or received or my love language for my son had not been given and or received, it would not have built on this, this, this platform that allowed for us to testify to each other. And I just felt so great about it. It's that little thing. So in that dream, for the first time, I believe he gave me a clue into what could have happened had I not been me, had I not been the one to talk about, oh, my son does this. Oh, it was a wonderful concert. Oh, girl, you look good. If I hadn't have been me, nothing else would have happened. And if they hadn't have been themselves, then I wouldn't have felt how I felt at the end. So I'm telling you, be aware of those little things and give honor to those little things. I see you and I feel you.
you are wanting to serve the Lord, your desire is to live right, you want to be in alignment with him, and you're wondering how you fit. And I don't have the answers about what your next should be, but I know what your right now should be. Give way to the little things, that personality of yours, the way you compliment people and, it, and think nothing of it, the way you're able to receive a compliment, because that's important too. All of those things together, they're little, but without them, we don't have the platform to allow the bigger things to happen. The word can't be shared with others if there's no platform already established, right? So you don't need a mic. You don't need a YouTube channel. You just need your personality. So keep doing you. Keep complimenting. Keep talking to each other. And allow the little necessary things to happen. I can't wait to talk to you.